0: Hey fellow brain pickers, how would you like to get featured as a guest on multiple podcast shows like this one and get massive exposure? Getfeatured.media will get you featured on targeted shows. They'll design a custom bio page, pitch you to the hosts, schedule a time, prepare you for the shows, and promote you so you get even more brand exposure. Head over to Getfeatured.media to get major publicity for your brand.
1: Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host, Daniel Geffen. Hi, fellow brain pickers,
0: and welcome to episode 59 of Can I Pick Your Brain? Now, before we get stuck into another episode, I have a few questions to ask you first. Are you getting the very best out of your life? Is your business or career exactly where you want it to be? Do you get anxious and worry about what may or may not happen next? Do you often struggle with change or find yourself procrastinating? Do you feel like whatever solutions you come up with to your problems, it feels like you're putting a band-aid on a hemorrhage? Well, my guest today is here to address those very questions. Damien Mark-Smith went from being a slave to his crippling obsessive compulsive disorder and overblown ego to becoming a free being, free of worries, confusion, fear, and many other negative thoughts that kept him in his self-made prison. So what does a man do once he has so much freedom? Well, come up with a solution to world peace, of course. Damien is on a mission that some may say is impossible. A mission impossible. Step aside Tom Cruise Damien has helped thousands of business owners wake up to their own potential by tapping into what he calls an inside-out reality. He is also a transformational speaker and has taken up many stages, including the coveted TEDx platform. Damien is also the author of the critically acclaimed books Do Nothing and The Entrepreneur Success Formula, which discuss the thinking process behind successful behavior. In his latest book titled *The World Peace Equation*, Damien lays out the simple formula which he believes will change humanity. Damien, welcome to the show, and thanks for letting me pick your brain.
1: Hi, Daniel. How are you doing?
0: I am awesome. This this Yay! should be <laughs> this should be a very interesting one. It's not every day that you get a guy on the uh, on the show that says I'm looking to change the world and. Uh, you know, so solve the problem of, uh, of world peace, you know?
1: There, there is a twist in this, though. There is a twist. Okay, all right, like, fine. Like every good thriller, there's a good twist in it.
0: So let me ask you this. How are you feeling right now? Are you nervous to be on the show, or do you not feel any anxiety?
1: Well, you see, what, what would, that would mean would be that I would be feeling my thinking as opposed to feeling any, um, any outcomes. So, you know, because you know, I've gone on stage in front of thousands of people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I help people do that. So um, if you weren't feeling nervous, then you probably aren't human. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it's, it's a question of what you do with that thinking. So, uh, if you, if you're just about to step on a stage in front of thousands of people, or you're just about to perform in in a sporting arena, uh, or, or go on, you know, one of the best podcasts in history, like this one, um, (laughs) 26, I like it. Um, then, then, (laughs) then you will have thinking, you will have thinking that will give you all sorts of scenarios so for instance you step out on stage oh what if i forget what i'm you know what if i forget my message or what if i forget my lines or Mm -hmm. you know what if i forget or whatever um you kind of have a choice you have you have these crossroads that every second essentially in your life which is do i go with that thinking or do i see it for what it is Mm -hmm. and and essentially what I point people towards, because I'm a tour guide, you know, I don't, I'm not a transformational coach or anything like that. I, I, I'm I, a tour guide. I'm pointing people towards truth. I show them that, well, once you see how your thinking works, you don't have to pay attention to your thinking. Okay, so your thinking is constantly giving you information. But the, the, the great thing about that word is information means it's not true. It's information. And the information at that that juncture for every second of your life is this because you can only have a version of reality via your thinking. You know, you can only mm. experience life because you have a thought first, mm-hmm. and that thought is giving you information. So the information could be, for instance, mm-hmm. um, what if you go on stage and make an art of yourself? Okay, <laughs> right. Well, it could it could also be uh, you've got a really exciting message to share here. Um, you're alive, yeah. Mm. What a great opportunity. Now um, the. The, the problems in the world exist because we mistake what our thinking is telling us. Okay. So, uh, in any given moment, we have a thought about something. There'll be people now listening to this going, uh, what is he on about? There'll be yeah. some people going, yeah, I get that. And there'll be others going, he's wrong. Now, <laughs> what I'm saying is one thing, but there'll be, you know, 7.5 billion versions of that, bearing in mind there's 7.5 billion people on the planet because, We create our reality, and this is the crucial bit, from the inside out. Before
0: we get into into inside out, I want to ask you, so you probably cringed when I said in the intro, you know, transformational speaker, right? Um, 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 Did that sort of kind of cringe you up a bit? Were you like, oh, come on, seriously?
1: No. No, you know? the uh, the only bit that I've ever cringed about is where someone introduced me on stage as the positive thinking guy, and I, I had to put him straight. I was like, "No, no I'm sorry, no. <laughs> it's not about positive thinking. It's not about changing your thinking. This is this is the bit where people get it wrong." Okay, I don't tell people to change their thinking, because right? that that's that's basically you're in hiding to nothing if you do, if you go down that route. Because hmm. you know, I work with people who've been, uh, you know, they've been. You would not want their life. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Would not want their life right Uh, things have happened to them Which you would not believe is possible for a human being to go through really Um, and you tell these people to change their thinking be a Bit more positive, you know, you'll you'll likely get punched in the face Okay Hmm. now The problem with that is, is if they can't do that, you know, if they can't do the positive thinking, if they can't change their thinking, if they they can't get to a juncture where they choose one thought over another, they feel like a failure and they go, they go even further down the spiral, which is tends to be what happens. What I show them as an alternative is that it's just thinking. Okay, if you see thought for what it actually is and you don't have to do anything with it, okay, it's kind of like the clouds in the sky. Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes it's raining sometimes it's sunny Uh, you can't change the weather well why bother trying It's the same with your thinking. Sometimes you're going to get positive thoughts. Some days you're going to get negative thoughts. You don't have to do anything with your thinking when you see what it is.
0: Okay, I'm going to jump in here because I'm assuming there are going to be people listening to this going, What? What are you talking about? What about Tony Robbins (laughs) and, and all the other guys that say get up in the morning and have affirmations and say, I'm great. I'm wonderful. I'm going to make X amount of money by this and this time. Like Changing your thinking to be positive I mean, that's what pretty much all the big gurus out there are you know, are writing about and, and talking about, right? So here comes Damien and he's saying no,
1: right? Absolutely,
0: yeah. Okay, so before we get into this, because I really want to get into this, I think this is awesome. Can we find out a little bit about Damien first? I, I feel like our, our listeners want maybe want to connect to who you are as a person. So I want to actually just let the listeners know that I actually met Damien uh, a number of years ago at a business event. Um, and um, you a- you actually left uh, an impression on me, Damien, because one thing you said to me um, after, after you spoke and I came up to you you, you, you shared with me something very interesting. You said that you gave away your house. At one point, you had like a beautiful house and a really nice car and, and lots of possessions. And you one day decided, you and your wife, that you were just going to give it away like and i remember saying what what do you mean you sold it right no no, we gave it away i said what what do you mean you gave it away and you just i guess just tried to explain to me that you, you just gave it away because you wanted to be free so can we go back to that and and maybe share that and why and maybe build up to first of all building up the wealth that you had and then why you decided to give it away
1: yeah, so um, my partner and I—we're still not married, unfortunately. We've got two children and a dog, but uh, okay. you know, we're, we're, we're working on the marriage. You got to put a ring eventually. on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't hear that song? You didn't hear the song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so, so we, we, um, you know, we were helping people essentially do, you know, the Tony Robbins stuff. I guess you know, we were kind of helping mm-hmm. people uh, from what we would call an outside-in perspective. So it's, uh, you know, get get the car, get the house, get the, um, you know, get the money in the bank account you'll be happy that's Mm. kind of that's where we were that that's kind of where we made our success i guess Mm -hmm. um and yet we were feeling unfulfilled it didn't it didn't make us fulfilled and what's more we were seeing our clients weren't fulfilled either you know we 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 were working with really unhappy rich people (laughs) and and really happy poor people Mm. and and we thought wait a minute then this doesn't this doesn't feel right now that's a really crucial thing we'll come back to that later it didn't feel right and that information was telling us something about what we were doing. And, um, uh, yeah, go back a little bit further. You know, we're in my previous uh, marriage. I had been previously married, um, with, with two kids. I now have four children to, uh, to look after, which is, uh, which is great. I'm very blessed in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, again i wasn't i wasn't happy in 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 my relationship then and, and i had a beautiful house in the country and you know a uh, seemingly perfect life from the inside out sorry from the outside in and <laughs> it just wasn't it just didn't feel right now that information was telling me something about how uh, where my happiness was being created so my happiness was not coming from the house it was not coming from the car it wasn't even coming from my wife or or even my partner now in fact it's not even coming from my children right my happiness is not coming from them okay. it's coming from me and and this is crucial to to understanding how all of this all of these processes work you know when you talk about people like tony robbins and positive thinking coaches you know some of what they're saying is pointing in the right direction but essentially they're missing the crucial ingredient and this is why essentially what i do as a tour guide is show people what the what the one ingredient there is one ingredient that explains everything one ingredient that explains everything why some of these th- stuff works why sometimes it doesn't work cuz you know the people that say uh goal setting positive thinking whatever you know does it work for them every time no of course it doesn't well why is that and why mm. does it work sometimes but we'll talk about that later cuz that's the crucial ingredient mm. um but essentially so my life was was not working from the outside in and um and I was lucky enough in February on February the 26th uh, 2011 to, to be in the right place at the right time, I guess, to hear something that that, that, that didn't at the time make sense to me. Uh, the guy on stage said something, um, well, he actually said, it's not what you think, it's the fact that you think. And and that sentence, because of where I was at the time, um, uh, resonated with me to the point where, I mean, it stopped me in my tracks. And I went, what? That doesn't even make sense. What do you mean it's not what you think, it's the fact that you think? It doesn't That's not even, like, common sense. I mean, what? It doesn't make sense. So I... I asked him about it afterwards and it and, and it turns out that that uh, that was a quote from a guy called Sid Banks who who was uh, dead by this stage he had died two years previously yeah. um, who had uncovered this thing called the three principles which is essentially you know how we create our reality but the the implications of it is like where that reality is coming from in other words um, it's not coming to you from the outside it's coming from the inside um, and, and again, we'll, we'll kind of go into that in a little bit more detail later, but that's kind of the, the, the crucial element, mm-hmm. and so I kind of went and started exploring this stuff, and, and again, it didn't really make sense to me at first, so if anyone's listening to this going, I don't understand that, you know, you're in good, you're in good company. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I really didn't get it at first, but then over the next couple of months, I, I did start to kind of get a glimpse of what he was referring to and pointing to, and as a result, you know, I saw that my OCD and my depression was as a result of, of my thinking, but I was creating it.
0: How bad was your OCD? Just to paint a picture, because you're saying you were OCD. I mean, some people, they like to to say they're OCD because they like things in order. But like, I mean, how bad was it?
1: So I, I, I would, uh, uh, when I walked out of a room, uh, depending on what my thinking was telling me, I'd have to turn the light switch on and off seven, eight or 13 times.
0: Stop it. Now, are you joking? Yeah. Seriously.
1: Why? No, because I thought I thought my family would die if I didn't do it. What? Yeah. What? Now this was this this wasn't really that much of a problem <laughs> when I was on my own, but when I was with other people, it kind of gave them a bit of a sense of you know, the <laughs> I'd be freaked prick. out.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is the nutter doing? What's he doing? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: wow. Um okay. and you know again and and my depression, you know, it would lead me to to look for external solutions. So I would drink a lot. I would take drugs. I would, uh, you know, um, uh, look at pornography. I would, uh, you know, I would try and do anything to change the feeling that I had.
0: Right. So were you you addicted? Would you say you were addicted to those things?
1: Well, I now know there is no such thing as addiction. Yeah, I'm actually setting
0: you up. I'm I'm setting you up, uh, Damien, because there's actually a chapter in your book, which I read, called Do Nothing. Um, (laughs) And the chapter is on addiction. And so, um, I actually wanted to bring that up um, maybe I'll maybe we'll, 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 I want to bring it up a little bit later because I, I want to get in I want to keep going with your story but just so mm-hmm. just so we know I want to bring it up to our listeners I, I find that quite controversial I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm I'm interested to, to hear your thoughts on why you don't believe there is any such thing as addiction so um, but anyway I'll I'll let you keep going with the story though.
1: We have a lot of things to put in our oh, come yeah. back to column. <laughs> <laughs> Might need to do
0: two, two sessions here, but uh, let's see how we go.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so so, there I was, you know, two months later, essentially I woke up and thought, wait a minute, I don't have to believe my thinking. Wait a minute, it's coming from me. I'm creating this thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and even though I had this massive compulsion when I, when I went to the, the door and, and all of this stuff was running through my head, it's like, if you don't do it, your family will die. If you don't do it, your family, die. You do it, your family die. You'll be so guilty, all this sort of stuff. I wow. thought, wait a minute, that's coming from me. <laughs> it's not actually real. I don't have to do that. And I walked through the door and I kind of felt freedom for the first time in, in many years. And I just started to see every other area of my life where you know, I had this thinking that all of a sudden didn't make sense. Um, I like to refer to a book called uh, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Mm-hmm. And, and he had a very similar experience where he saw this thinking in his head was just kind of this script that was kind of constantly going. He didn't have to pay attention to it. And this book is actually his journey. And as a result, he builds this multi billion dollar company by essentially ignoring this voice in his head. So. Um, oh my goodness.
0: Sonic just came in my head just now, which is actually really freakish, if you don't mind me saying. As you're talking, there's a movie that comes to mind. Okay. It's called A Beautiful Mind. Mm-hmm. and if anyone has has watched that movie first of all if you haven't you you should it's incredible uh Russell Crowe and um it's about a guy who basically has um he 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 pretty much he sees he sees people he hears them he sees them as if they're real um and it's a tr- it's based on an actual true story um and he he had uh, what's it called is it schizophrenia um where yeah. they where they see you see actually. Whatever it was, but he, you see, he saw people. And at one point, he was a genius. And at one point in the movie, which is my favorite part, is where he, he kind of comes to the conclusion that the, one of the characters that he kept seeing that weren't real was a, a girl that never grew up, meaning that over the years, she was always still a young girl. And it suddenly clicked in his head that, that he's seeing them, but they're not real. Um, and the reason why I say it's freakish is because while I was kind of like preparing for this interview and I was kind of, you know, doing a little bit of research on you, um, I was listening to the theme song to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like really funny. But anyway, I digress again. I'll let you keep
1: going. <laughs> Happy accidents, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah so, um uh, trying to think where we're up to now. Oh, yeah. So then I kind of realized that I didn't have to pay attention to my thinking and and started to, uh, I guess, see it in other areas of my life. And, and so I, I then uh, deepened my grounding in this understanding of the principles. So... Um, and I was quite, quite lucky to to come across uh, a guy called Jack Pransky, uh, a number of people uh, that have written about this. They tend to be former psychologists and they tend to be doctors in psychology or psychiatry that then come across this understanding um, and, and help people uh, wake up to their own potential. So, for instance, uh, I, I, I wrote it in the book, Do Nothing, um, you know, Sid would say uh, there. are E- everyone has the potential. Everyone uh, has health inside them. So everyone sitting in a mental institution right now is essentially healthy, but they well, don't see it. Hold on, whoa! Think- that, that's
0: that's that's a massive, massive statement to make, and I'm not going to let you get away with that. Um, that. There are people listening to this who are, are, you know, either friends or family or people they know who are are in mental institutions and they'd do anything, they'd pay all the money in the world and do anything to get them out and to heal them, and comes along you know, some guy on the show saying, well, they're actually very healthy and there's nothing wrong with them, they just think they're nuts. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's quite, uh, how, do, how can you say that in a way? I'm gonna say that, I'm, I'm gonna play the role of the listener here and I'm just gonna kind of say, say what they're thinking.
1: How can you say that? Okay, so if you don't know how your thinking works, then as far as you're concerned, what you see as your reality is true. Okay, so I'll give you an example for the beautiful mind. So the the difference between um, uh, schizophrenics and everyone else is a schizophrenic believes every thought in their head. Now, you have thoughts in your head which you know are not true. Right, That's the difference. You can essentially make the choice between uh, between thoughts. Now, this is where the choice thing gets quite, quite sticky because, uh, it would be easy to jump on that and say, great. Okay. Well, in that case, it's just about choice, isn't it? It's like the, the only thing that, that, that you have actually control over is, is which thinking you choose. Well, that's great. If, if you have that choice, if you have that ability, because take it one step back, one step further, you don't get to choose the thinking that comes into your head. Right? So, um, now, uh, we are connected to an energy that makes us alive, and that energy has some sort of intelligence built in as standard. Okay, so when you cut your finger, for instance, you don't have to think about making it heal. Um, you know, the, the 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 trees kind of know which color to turn in the seasons. They don't. It's just kind of. It's in there. It's in the system. Okay. Now. On that basis we don't we don't choose what thinking comes into our head so you know you can wake up one morning and feel great and the next morning nothing in your life has changed but you can wake up and feel rubbish yeah mm-hmm. so um now as i say it would be really easy at this point to say well great okay well it's just a choice thing well that's kind of going down the positive thinking route it's like well if you you know if you see that thinking coming into your head and go well i don't choose that thought i'm not gonna i'm not gonna latch onto that negative thought and and uh, and, and follow that one um that would be great if we had that ability Okay, the issue is not being able to choose because sometimes we don't even get that power. The issue is to see that it's just a thought. There is there's nothing to choose. So for instance, uh, so so actually, yeah. You know, take it another step further. So so we feel our thinking. This is part of the principles. Uh, we feel our thinking. You have a thought. You have a feeling. Okay, that's part of the three principles. The three principles are very simply: is you have you're alive. You have this energy inside you that makes you alive. Uh, You have thoughts and you feel those thoughts. That's it. Those are the three principles. Let's
0: let's take an example here for a second. I'm in my bedroom, okay? It's two in the morning. I suddenly get startled because I thought I heard something downstairs. The Mm -hmm. thought of hearing something downstairs suddenly turns into, holy cow, there's a burglar in the house, which then turns into a feeling which is, my, my blood starts to boil, my, my, uh, uh, you know, my whole body, I start to wake up, but my adrenaline kicks in, I jump out of my bed, right? My heart yeah. beats faster. Now, according to what you're saying, it's just a thought, so just ignore it, go back to bed, silly, which probably 99% of the time, you'd be right. But what about the 1% of the time when it's actually a burglar? And then I just go back to sleep, and suddenly he goes and I don't want to say what he's going to do, but I've got my nine-year-old listening to this. But you know,
1: how far can so, you take? So to- this is what's so great about about what, what what essentially I point people towards. I show people how, the, how I show people how the system works. I don't tell them what to do with it, right? So I kind of like it. So I'll show you how the car works, but you drive it how you want. Okay. okay. So this is not a solution strategy. This is not prescriptive, it's, it's descriptive. So I tell people how their thinking works and, and you know, they get to choose uh, their life as a result of it. So for instance, okay, so um, you're lying in bed, you hear something, uh, straight, straight away, if you take one thought as real, you've essentially negated every single other possible, possible outcome. So, if, if straight away you think, oh, that's a burglar, okay, you may or not, may not be right, okay, but uh, you've negated all the other options, which is, uh, oh, I made it up, or it's a cat, or it's my, you know, I don't know, whatever. You, you, you've negated all the other options. My son's
0: sleepwalking, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what tends to happen, what tends to happen is we latch on to the content of our thinking, right? We latch on to what we've created. Uh, which is the thought, and and we get a feeling from that thought. We latch onto that and say that's true. You're saying right? we're
0: we're too emotionally attached to our thoughts. Is that is
1: that right? Well, uh, we we attach ourselves to our our, our thoughts. But there's, there's kind of this – there's two different types of thought. You know, Sid, Sid Banks, who uncovered this, he said basically there's personal thought and universal thought, okay? Universal thought is wisdom. It's timeless. Personal thought is, uh, it's, it's you know, ego, fear, stress, worry, anxiety, overwhelm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and that's, that's fleeting. You know, thought comes and goes like the clouds in the sky. Wisdom is timeless. It's infinite. It comes from beyond us. Well, all thought does, but you know what I mean? It's like we, insight is something mm. – that needs no explanation. So it could be, right, that you're sitting in bed and you have an insight and you go, it's my son sleepwalking. But it feels different to the fear, it feels different to the anxiety, it feels different to the worry. Now you could also have an insight which tells you what to do. It's got information in it. So it could be, "My my son sleepwalking? Oh, but I left the kitchen knives out on the kitchen table. I don't know. <laughs> and you, you have like this insight that then, t- that, that then turns into action. Okay. But the action will be uh, will be will be from a place of flow, and it will it, it will be productive, right? So you'll go. i better sort that out get up, go downstairs, and guess what? There's your sun sleep walking towards a kitchen knife and uh, you, you know you clear that. And then only afterwards you start thinking, oh God, what did I do wrong? I'm oh never <laughs> leaving the kitchen knives out again. You know, so all the other stuff, the content of the thought you then get sort of stuck in. And, right. and this is why when we take this into businesses, this is really, really productive because basically what we're saying, we're showing people how their thinking works, okay? What they do as a result of that is they have less, they spend less time in content. They spend less time in essentially, I think what one, one famous author said uh i can't remember it was he said um uh, I, i've had many a terrible thought most of which aren't true have never uh, happened, uh,
0: that was um uh top to tip of my tongue anyway
1: yeah so um yeah most people spend a lot of the time in the content of their thinking oh how am i going to finish this project oh what can i do about this oh that person's really annoying me blah content mm-hmm. as opposed to insight which is uh flow which is you know it needs no explanation it's the sort of thing that you know in sports they call it being in the zone Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, that, that's kind of what we're pointing to. to it. We're pointing to how the system works. And we're saying to people, once you understand how something works, you tend to kind of work with it better in the same way that, you know, if we show people how the principle of gravity works or the principle of mathematics works and you understand that stuff happens more easily you know you for instance i use the example if like if you get to the edge of a cliff and you don't have a parachute and you look down it's a long way down if you understand how gravity works you understand that if you take that extra step it's going to end in pain mm. right you understand gravity so you go do you know what that's not going to end well now again understanding mathematics you know this is the principle of the universe upon which other pr- other um, everything else relies it helps explain stuff you know, you can pretty much explain anything through mathematics, which is why these principles are so important, because, and it seems so simple, as Einstein said, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it enough yet. We're alive, we think, we feel our thinking. It seems too simple to be true. It's like, oh my God, how can, how can someone with no therapeutic background, with no psychology background, with no psychiatrist background, go in and help people who are suicidal, with PTSD, with, you know, addiction problems, Have and you? with one conversation... Help have them, you? literally give them freedom from their thinking. How can that be possible? Well, ha- because I'm asking, pointing to something have, that's true. Have you done that? Yeah, I constantly. So ha- I do it on a daily basis. The conversations so I have with people.
0: You've spoken to somebody who was mentally ill,
1: clinically. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And because of this concept that you discussed, they suddenly snapped out of it?
1: It's not a concept. It, 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 it's, it's very it, – this is why it, it's, uh, it's kind of counterintuitive – I'm not talking about a concept. I'm not even talking about a good idea. I'm talking about something that's true. And if we talk about gravity, we're not talking about a concept. We're talking about a principle. If we talk about mathematics. But we're isn't that about just your opinion?
0: I'm going to say, it. isn't that just your opinion
1: though? I mean. Well, well, let's, let's get some agreement on this. Are you alive, Daniel? I hope so. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is that yes. true? Yes. Right. Do you have thoughts? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel that thinking? Do I feel it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That, that's, that's, it's gone beyond concept now, right? There is no okay. concept involved, right? That's, those are the principles. You're alive, you feel your thinking, you have thoughts, that's it. Um, but one but second, the, but then you're just, the, you're just- so The you're point just, of what but, we're talking about here is that it's inside out, right? You're creating. So, so forget, you know, you can call them whatever you want. Forget about forget the concept stuff. Let's talk Let's talk about what we're, what we're actually implying here. Okay. You create your version of reality from the inside out.
0: Okay, right? what about a chemical imbalance? That's been proven scientifically that that a person who has a mental illness has a chemical imbalance in their brain. You're you're now saying that no, got nothing to do with it. I mean,
1: no, I'm not saying it's got nothing to do with that at all. Right, no, I'm so not saying. It. Yeah, I, I I use the the example is if you drink a bottle of vodka, right? Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna have that's gonna have an effect on you. Yes, it will. Now, <laughs> but your but your wisdom will tell you don't get in the car and drive to the shops. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yes, there are chemical imbalances, and there's lots of you know, reasons for that. Um, you know, there's some genetics, some nutritional, uh, and you know, we're, starting with, we're touching the tip of the iceberg in terms of this now mm-hmm. you know, about, about how, how these imbalances occur. But what I've found is when I've worked with people who, for instance, have been on uh, medication, just by having a conversation about the nature of thought, you know within a couple of weeks they they have to go back to their to their doctor and 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 they've got symptoms of o- overdosing on the medication and uh, in other words wow. their natural healing is kind of is bringing them it's kind of like holding a beach ball under a underwater you let it go it kind of naturally rises to the surface we we're, we're essentially we're we're helping people's natural well-being come out by talking about what's true that's the point about this we're talking about what's actually true
0: so you're saying that you can heal autism and and other illnesses like that?
1: Uh, I've, I've worked with, with parents uh, who have autistic children, and uh, yes, absolutely. The the, the relationships um, wow. uh, improve dramatically when you start to point in this direction, definitely.
0: And so let's just go, because f- we said we were going to touch on it as well, is uh, addiction. Um, I mean, there are probably people listening to this who, who consider themselves a- to be addicts, and they are, you know, in a 12-step program, which basically says, once an addict, always an addict, um, you're powerless, you can't, there's no way out, you know, you've got to be part of the program, uh, you've got to kind of take your medication, so to speak, right? Otherwise, you will go and act out, you will go and drug yourself and, and go back to your, your addictive behavior. Uh, you're saying that that that's poppycock, as they say in England? <laughs>
1: What? Yeah, I mean, what what, uh, what what's the success rate for AA? It's between seven and eleven percent, isn't it? I have no idea, but okay. Yeah, it is it's between seven and eleven percent. Um, so, you know, what does that tell you about uh, about what it's doing for people?
0: Right. Okay. So, so let's, let's put, Okay. Fine. <laughs> let's put AA to the side for a second. Take take an addict. Okay. Somebody who's a drug drug addict, who yeah. is hooked. He, he can't, can't control themselves. They, they have to take drugs. It's just not... What, what, how do you get them, you know... Can you give an example of, of a case that you've dealt with that, you, that they were addicted and you managed to get them out just by talking about this reality, we'll call it?
1: Yeah, so, for instance, I've worked with someone who, who was, uh, was in AA for years. And, uh, and, and last year, went to a wedding had a, had uh, two sips of champagne on the toast and and then stopped wow that's wow because wow. they now they're now guided by wisdom so okay well, the first thing to to be absolutely clear on here it's like no one is born an alcoholic so you know alcohol was only invented a few hundred years ago so so if people think that they've got this physiological um reaction to alcohol well that, that surely that must be evolutionary and it's only happened recently mm-hmm. uh, you know babies are not born alcoholics okay <laughs> <Right. laughs>
0: <laughs> so i just had a vision there but yeah okay yeah
1: so and, and of course the other thing is you know uh, uh, is when when you give your power over to something essentially what you're saying is that i have i am powerless Right? Mm -hmm. When you understand that the power is only coming from your thinking in the moment, but you're the one creating it. We don't live in an outside in world. We live in an inside out world. We live in a world where stuff happens. But our version of that will only come from one place. It can only come from us, which is why 7.5 billion people on the planet, 7.5 different versions of anything. You know, you all show them La La Land. There's 7, 7.5 billion different versions of how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same movie. Mm. OK, um, so yeah, this is the point. It, it's not that. You know the life isn't happening. It's that we have to have an experience of it from the inside out. So, uh, so yeah, go back to alcohol. So, so when when you show someone how their how their thinking is actually working. So first of all, it's like oh, wait a minute. Well, the power's not in the alcohol. The power's in my thinking, or, or the power I'm giving my thinking. So in other words, I have this thought. I have a feeling because you know we are great human beings. As far as we know, are the only you know, living creature in the entire universe that can create uh, mm-hmm. a, a future that hasn't happened yet. So you have a thought about alcohol. You you, you attach loads of feelings to it because oh, it makes me feel better. Or, I love that feeling of being you know out of control or yeah. whatever. It's like um, we attach, and then we have further thinking about that feeling. So it's yes. like well, I can either give the power to that thinking and say well, I'd love to, be, I'd love to do that. You know, I'd love to be out of control again. Oh, but wait a minute. But if I did that, I would lose my family or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. we get on this roller coaster of thought. The problem with alcoholics or so-called alcoholics is that roller coaster of thought they think is a runaway car. Okay. And what they don't see is that they've missed the, the missing ingredient, which is, oh, it's my thinking. Now, if you know that's how it works, it's like getting to the edge of the cliff without a parachute, and you go, wait a minute, it's that gravity thing again. Well, if you see that it's your thinking from the moment to moment to moment, and you don't have to believe your thinking, all of a sudden you've taken the power away from the alcohol, guess where the power now lies? As far as power goes, it's come back to you.
0: Okay, but Damien, if you know an alcoholic, right, then you would know that an alcoholic for years has gone through the same, same struggle, which is the thought of a drink. And then this uncontrollable pull feeling, like, I have to have it or I'll die. And then he goes, he takes the drink, right, gets drunk, does all sorts of crazy stuff, wakes up with a hangover, feels like absolute crap in a jail cell, wife divorces him, loses his kid, and each and every time he swears... That's the last time he's ever going to do it. And he's so sure that he's never going to do it again. And yet, within 24 hours, he does it again. But how can you explain to someone like that, that it's just your thinking? Because he will slap you in the face. He'll be like, are you freaking kidding me? Do you know how many times I have, I have been through that? And, and I, do you think I want to do it? I don't want to do it. But I do it because I just can't control myself. So, what do you say to someone like that?
1: Well, so this is exactly what I do. And I, 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 my brother is a, a, an alcoholic. My dad was an alcoholic, um, uh, even though there is no such thing. Uh, my brother <laughs> still goes to AA. He doesn't. You know, we can't have a conversation about this because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to know. So he won't be listening okay? to this show. <laughs> he won't be listening to this show no. Okay. Um, uh, uh, you can't you can't make a blind man see, you know, I can't, I don't go and I don't say to people, you know, it doesn't matter what, what you know, the situation I'm presented with. I don't say it's just your thinking now that, cause that would be crazy. What I do instead is I show them how their thinking works. Okay. So, so I, I tell them how thinking works and sometimes, you know, they get really curious. Other times they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Got that. <laughs> and then, you know, luckily if, if I'm fortunate enough, we get to speak again um, and they go, yeah, tell me more about that thinking stuff, because that was interesting. I'll give you an example. So um, when when I did the book tour for, for Do Nothing, we were down in uh, Plymouth, and we met uh, some, some recovering um, uh, heroin addicts. And one of them, uh, we kind of talked about this, and he just went, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because, um, <laughs> you know, when I used to wake up with, uh, I used to wake up every morning, you know, and I really needed to get the skag. I absolutely had to get it. It's like I would die unless I got that skag. So I would, uh, I'd have like the shivers and the shakes, and I'd be sweating. And you know, I'd get up and I'd go and like rob a shop, right? But he said, interestingly enough, you know, as soon as I got the money in my in my pocket, I felt fine. Now I hadn't had any heroin, but I felt a lot better because I, the thought that I was going to get it was enough. And so he he got what I was talking about. It's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm the one creating my reality from inside out. And now he's obviously on the street. He's helping you know heroin addicts and um, um, recover. That's so, so this is what we're pointing to here. So now, the great thing about this is we have this, we have the most powerful force in the universe to help us here. And most people don't understand this. This is why, you know, people sitting in, in mental health or in mental institutions, this is why people that are struggling with alcohol daily, they don't have to struggle with it. Because you have something that's there guiding you, which is what I point people towards, is their wisdom. Now, this is why a recovering alcoholic can go to a wedding, have two sips of champagne and go, I'm not going to have any more. It's why people that were struggling with PTSD or depression or doesn't matter what the symptoms are, it's the same solution. It's your thinking. It's coming from you. You are the one that's creating your reality from the inside out. And when you understand how something works, you you get to be able to navigate the system more effectively. Again, I don't show people how to drive their car. I just show them how the car works. And some people do it effectively, some people less effectively. But what I've seen is... For people that have been written off by society or that have been completely, you know, let down by society or have been tried, you know, have had people trying to help them uh, with techniques and processes and tips and all this sort of stuff. And, and it doesn't work. And they go, why, 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 why this is not working? It's because it worked for them. It doesn't work for you. It didn't even work for them all the time. What they missed is the point. It's like, you know, someone does something that you that, that supposedly helps that person. The only thing that's happened is they've had a change of thought right? Their thinking has changed. Okay. That's, again, it comes back to the process, how the process works. So, you know, people like Tony Robbins, great, love his stuff, but it's like a sledgehammer looking for like shaped nails. You know, I've seen uh, the the (laughs) I'm not your guru uh, movie and it's it's hard to watch because there's like one bit where this guy's like freaking out in the corner. He's like, get the team on them, get the team on them. It's like, oh my God, go and change their thinking, change their thinking. (laughs) "Ah, You don't have to do that it's like this is why you know sometimes positive thinking works because it's like if you change someone's thinking they're gonna feel better because that's the way the system works you feel your thinking that's the point if you feel a negative thought you feel negative if you feel a positive thought, so you feel what positive. so what are you saying because
0: look let, there are people listening to this for example that including myself where you wake up and you feel like crap you're depressed you just don't want to deal with the day you feel down, and whatever you, whatever happens, you just can't seem to just pull yourself together. You're just in a slump. So what? So what do you do? Nothing. Why would you? What, what do you mean nothing? But don't you want to feel better? Don't you want to, to change and grow and and improve?
1: Yes. Yeah, so so do you know what I do? I let I let the system do the heavy lifting. Because if I try and get involved, it doesn't go very well. So, and I know that because I used to try and change my state by, uh, you know, by positive thinking or getting drunk or taking drugs or watching pornography. But well, 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 Hold on. Guess You're what? giving examples of negative. involved in the system. Now, what happens when you wake up, you look out the window, it's raining? Do you, do you go out there and try and, like, move the clouds along?
0: No, obviously not.
1: What do you do? What do you do?
0: I... I I either complain about the rain or I sing in the rain. Depends on the freaking mood I'm in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you just wait for the clouds to clear.
0: Okay, all that.
1: Yeah. Now, if you spend all your time going to try and invent, you know, weather-changing devices, guess where your energy's going? It's, it's, it's fruitless. It's the same with your thinking. You, I wake up, I still feel crap occasionally. Guess what? I don't do anything. I, don't, I certainly don't, I don't go out and make any decisions based on the way I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, I, don't, I get on the phone and like start speaking to my favorite customers is because I feel rubbish. The system's telling me about my thinking. Okay, the system so, uh, is not telling me about my life. It's not telling me about my customers. It's not telling me about my friends and my family. It's telling me about me. It's like driving along in a car. You see the red warning light come on in your car. It's not telling you about everyone else's car. It's telling you about your car.
0: <laughs> why are you writing a book?
1: Why am I writing a book? Um, well... It's a trick question. the world peace equation is actually about what we've been talking about. It's, um, you know, because I saw an interesting TED talk recently about how there will never be world peace because uh, as human beings, we are built to uh, to disagree with each other. And, you know, there will always be wars and battles. And, you know, uh, the fact is, if everyone was kind of living at peace, we'd like, you know, pull our energies into, uh, you know, making sports much more, I don't know, whatever. It's like, we are, and he's absolutely right. He was a social psychologist. You know, we are not built uh, to get along because we have different opinions. But what he missed was, But peace is not an outside-in job. Peace is not reliant on your circumstances. Take Nelson Mandela. He was in jail for, I don't know, 20-odd years. Never once did he feel a prisoner. Okay? Peace is what happens inside, not what happens outside. And the world peace equation is pointing that, that, I mean the the equation is a Trojan horse because basically it's pointing people towards what's, what's possible Every single moment of every single day inside, we can be at peace, no matter what's happening on the outside. We can be at peace.
0: Here's the scary thing, though, okay, and this is where I feel like I'm struggling, and I think possibly a lot of my listeners might be struggling, is if you're saying do nothing, which is the title of your your previous book, then... That means nobody will accomplish anything. In fact, you shouldn't even write your new book, right? Why are you even writing your new book? You should be doing nothing, right? Why are you writing it? Why are you on this conversation? Why are you on this show with me? You should be doing nothing. So how, how do you explain that?
1: So, um, for instance, when we were on the book tour, we had a lot of people coming up saying, so what do you mean by actually do nothing? I don't, I don't mean do nothing as in action. In fact, it's quite the opposite. You, when you operate from a place of wisdom, you tend to be inspired. You do way more. You know, when we take this into businesses, they do more with less. You know, they, they are operi- operating at their peak more often. It's not about doing nothing. It's about seeing that when your thinking is telling you about the state of your thinking, you don't react to it. Okay, so I'll give you a really good example. So Someone why do not you sent- call
0: it think nothing?
1: No, because you, you need to read the book to understand why okay, it's do right, nothing. Right. Uh, you don't need to do anything. This is the point. You don't need to do anything. When your um, yeah, thinking is basically giving you information about the state of your thinking, it looks like it's giving us information about the state of the world. Okay, that, that's essentially, that's the paradigm shift. We, we shift from an outside into an inside-out reality. So, for instance, I, I use the example in the book. So if someone sends you an email and uh, you get annoyed or you think you're annoyed by that email, okay, because you can't actually be annoyed by anything apart from your thinking. So uh, you go to respond to that email. That's a very I important thought,
0: point. I, I just want to stop there for a second. That's a very important point you just brought up. You just said that you cannot get angry, you cannot be happy, you cannot get emotional, you cannot feel anything without without thinking it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So someone so someone walked up to you right now and, and punched you in the face, you you couldn't get angry. I mean, you would you would get angry, right?
1: You would There are, there are infinite responses to that. You know, you could you could be uh, you could be curious. Why do they do it? You could be thinking <laughs> about something else, like, you know, I don't know. Perhaps uh, perhaps your dog just died and they could punch you in the side of the face and you could be thankful. I don't know. It's like there are, it, this is the point about what I'm saying. What I'm talking about is, is, is descriptive, not prescriptive. I don't get to tell you what to do with it, which is why it's, it's anti-self-help because self-help basically says I need something outside of me. What we're saying here is you have it already. It's already inside of you. So I don't know what you're going to do. You know, if if you get involved in a car crash, I don't know what you're going to do if you get cancer. The point is that life is neutral. Life doesn't have an opinion. The only opinions are thought. There's nothing either good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. This is the point. Everything has to happen via a thought, which is why Sid called it the missing link. It's the bit that we've missed. It's like, oh, you can't have a version of anything unless your thinking is involved. So someone punches you in the side of the face, there are infinite ways you could respond to that. But I'm going to tell you which one is right or wrong. Your wisdom will probably tell you. You know what? I would certainly be curious about why the hell they did it. But (laughs) they could be doing to wake me up. You know, you just don't know. This is the point. And this is what's so great about this, is essentially we're giving the power back to the person as opposed to saying that it's coming from outside of them, which is why, you know, when we work with people who think they're addicted, it's like all of a sudden they go, wait a minute, it's my thinking, it's coming from me. And, you know, people start to realize that, well, okay, well, hold on a minute, how... How can I be addicted to something? Well, was I addicted as a baby? You know, maybe there is some sort of physiological change that happens more in me than others. But I still have the power when I see that it's my thinking involved to to follow my wisdom. You know, this is why that guy was able to take two sips and go, Do you know what? I don't want any more. Um, because all of a sudden he he had the power because he saw how the system works. So, so all we're doing is we're waking people up to their own potential. Give yeah.
0: some examples, because obviously this is a business show, and a lot of the people listening, you know, they're running a business or they're looking to start a business. You know, how would that play out in uh, in business?
1: Okay, so I, 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 this is such a great example. So, so people who started a business. Now, in general, most people that started a business had some sort of thought. And usually it's like a time in their lives when there was massive upheaval. And they went, do you know what? I'm going to start a business. Now, everyone around them was probably saying, you're crazy. Don't do that. Nice, safe job. (laughs) Why would you do that? You know, think of your kids, blah, blah, blah. And they just went, do you know what? This feels like the right thing to do. Okay, so that, Straight away, we're talking about well, wh- what was different with that thought? Well, do you know, what? it felt different. My, you know, my personal thought, the content of my thought afterwards was like, it was, it was having kittens. It was like, oh my god, what am I doing? Why am I? Doing? But <laughs> they knew it was the right thing to do. Now that straight away is like wisdom versus personal thought. Or so what I talk about is like the nature of thought, which is why that sentence is not what you think. The fact that you think actually made sense to me afterwards, it resonated. It's like, oh. It's not my thinking; it's the fact that I'm thinking. That's what it was pointing to. Mm. So, um, but there are, you know, many examples of people that have thoughts that they can't explain. You know, they might have a thought about a friend, and then that friend calls them. It's like, oh, what's that? Where's that coming from? I don't know. Um, you know, there are plenty of examples where people know the decision is right, even if all of the evidence is pointing to the opposite. But they go, do you know, what? It's gut feel. It's intuition. It's something beyond. My fear that I know is true. Is how that's do you know? Pointing to
0: how do you differentiate between a simple thought and a piece of wisdom, an insight?
1: Uh, again, it's the, to me, it's the feeling. This is how I differentiate it. Um, mm-hmm. The feeling's different. Uh, one of my one of my students, uh, I call the students. I mean, uh, I help people kind of who sh- to to share this. He k- he had a beautiful description. He said, um, uh, "Wisdom needs no explanation."
0: Ah, I like that. I thought that I like was beautiful. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that.
1: Um, someone called Elsie Spittle, who actually knew Sid, uh, calls it a whisper from God.
0: And for those that don't believe in God, obviously it would just be a whisper from <laughs> <laughs> some, some unknown source. <laughs> so, so, so I, I've left obviously the, the the best to last here, just before we wrapping up world peace you know how how are we going to get world peace
1: so as i kind of alluded to the uh, you know the, the, the twist in the tale is is that you know there there essentially is well there's two things first of all um, from an outside in perspective we will never get world peace because of the nature of the human being we we just we will never always get along but the point is that everyone in the world can be at peace and that's really the twist. Now, the the kind of the second twist to that is that um, uh, ultimately, we have to be perfect already. Um, and you know, I say whether you believe in God or not. Yeah, you know, there is. There, we're here. If you if you want to believe in miracles, just look around you now. How the hell did this all happen? You know, the, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> you know, there's there's some there's something at play here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you call it the infinite intelligence, the universe. You know, call it fourth dimension, essence, whatever you want to call it. You know, there's something going on here. You know, we're in we're involved in something. We don't know <laughs> what it is, but it's something's happening. Right. The fact that it is means it's already perfect. So there's nothing to change. We are already perfect. So that's kind of like the second twist in the tale. So, but, but essentially all I'm doing with the World Peace Equation is, is, is writing, which is you know, my calling to write more about this, to, to point people in the right direction, so that more people get in a conversation like this one. You know? So well, yeah. what do you mean by that? Well, what does that mean? And, and some people it will resonate with. There will be some people listening today that will go, three principles, now that's interesting. I'm going <laughs> to look at that. Now, as a result of that, their world will change. And everything in their world will change other people will listen to this and go do you know what he's talking a lot of rubbish now great I, I have no problem with that as well other people will listen to this and go i know all that already now they've probably missed something um, no but look
0: yeah. to be honest with you damien um if you do think about it for 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 a little bit i mean when i think about it i think back to like a sport or or something that i did where when i thought about it it was, I wasn't, I I didn't do well, but when I didn't think about, when I let go, and I kind of just, I'll give you an example, I like to play tennis, okay, Mm. so the best games I've ever had, without doubt, have been the games where I just, I I can't explain it, it's unexplainable, unless you've been through it, and I'm, I'm sure everybody here listening has been through this at some point in their life, but you just get into this place called the zone, where there's no thinking at all done in that place, it's pure pure um i i I don't know what to call it energy it's just flow of energy and it's just every single hit of the ball is perfect and it's just boom and boom and boom and i'm like i am unstoppable the i don't care who the hell serena williams watch out (coughs) whoever's on the other side of that court is going down but then there are times where i'm having a frustrating game and i'm thinking about well if i stand like this and if i hit it like that and, and and then there's the thought of oh the guy's such an idiot look at he's so he's gloating he loves the fact that he's beating him. oh i'm gonna get him back and it's all these thoughts just going back and forth back and forth and i end up losing and having a bad game so there's definitely like to, for me at least just just to for those of you listening that maybe aren't a hundred percent you know uh in agreement but to me i I at least take that one example and i say well that makes sense right that thinking that the lack of thinking and just pure flow is is the most powerful i've ever been
1: okay so let me just ask you a question yeah this is but this is based on the do nothing what did you have to do to get to that state uh
0: nothing (laughs) (laughs) bingo
1: yeah Right. Sid used to say, point yourself in the right direction and do nothing. That's, that's really what this is about. Now, the great thing about the system is the system is designed to help us. It's designed in our favor. So look at kids, for instance. And they've done, they've done MRI scans of like children under four. They're in a constant state of meditation. Right. Um, Samuel Harris said in his book, uh, Waking Up, uh, children are ceaselessly buffeted by joy and sorrow. You you see them, they experience their thinking, but they're doing it in a meditative state. They're just like happy and then sad and then miserable and then happy (laughs) and delighted and delirious. And they're living life to their full potential. Now, that's that's what's on offer for all of us. But guess what gets in the way? The daily nonsense in our head that we pay attention to. And that's what we're pointing people back to. Any practitioners of the three principles, that's all we're doing. We're tour guides. We're showing people what's available, what's, what's on offer, when we understand that our thinking is just thinking. We don't have to pay attention to it. But we are feeling our thinking. This is the the process is very simple. We're alive. We think. We feel our thinking. It's coming from us, though. It's inside out. It's always coming from us. And when you see how that works, you just have this opportunity uh, by doing less. This is what's so great in business about this is like we're taking we're taking stuff off their plate. Yes. Yeah? So you get someone who's like a, um, a NLP trainer, for instance, going in and giving sales teams more to do. By changing their thinking, by uh, you know getting into a positive state, all this sort of stuff. If they've if they're busy, right, they've already got a lot of stuff on their minds, Mm. and it's innocent. This guy's basically going in and saying, right, do more, right. This is you've got to remember this stuff. That ain't going to end well, okay. What we're saying is no. And all the trainings we do are kind of, they're very kind of laid back. They're very much like, uh, you know, we're, we're taking stuff off your plate. We're giving you less to do, not more. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds quite interesting. Isn't it? Senior <laughs> leadership team, senior management team. So we, we're giving you less to do, not more. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yeah. So, so then we show them how the system works. And they go, do you know what? Yeah, that kind of makes sense. And 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 as a result, you know, we've seen it. We see it day in, day out. As a result, People perform better because guess what? We're giving them less to do, not more. But they understand how the system works, and they understand, you know, if they if they're in a situation and they got mm-hmm. a bunch of thinking going on that they're reacting to, and they go, "Wait a minute! What did what do those guys say about? Oh, it was about oh my! It's coming from me. I'm the one." And then they get curious because all of a sudden they see that that warning light going on in their car is telling them about their car, not the person they're talking to, and they go, "Wait right. a minute! Wait a minute! I'm being I'm being fooled again by my own thinking." Okay, what's really going on here? And they. Then connect. You know, we go into sales teams and we teach them how, how, to, how to do better sales. Guess how you do better sales? Better relationships. How do you get a better relationship? Listen. You connect with them. Yeah, you listen. Absolutely. And, and, and what's listening with nothing on your mind? That's being present. So right. we're, we're essentially teaching them how to be more present. You want to know how to be more present? Less thinking going on. That's how you become more present. Now, if you're giving them tips and techniques of how to become more present, what's going on? More thinking. It's counterintuitive. It's looking in the wrong. It's looking in completely the wrong direction. We call it a paradigm shift. Mm. When people start to get a, a whiff of what we're talking about here, they go, "Wait a minute! It's like <laughs> I've been driving along in my car, but I've been using the rearview mirror and I've been going in reverse. No wonder it's that hard. You've just shown me there's this thing in, like underneath it called the windscreen, and I can go in forth. And I've got all these gears, and I've got turbo, and all. I, this is great. This is so much easier. Mm. Yes." That's exactly it. That's what we're pointing people to. So the system is the key here. It's like how does the system work? Yeah, and what's amazing
0: what's amazing is that I would say some of the most powerful things that exist in the universe are love, art, and I guess in a way spirituality, right? And if you think about it, well actually don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> love there's no thinking done in love. You love someone because you love them. There's no thought. Why do you love your children? Because, because there's no, there's no. I, if I start trying to explain to you and give you new reasons, then then it's not real. I, I I can't explain it to you. It's love, deepest sense of the way. I can't explain it to you. There's no words. Art or, or or music. Art is you know music and art. They go hand in hand. But when you're playing a guitar and you're just in it, you're in that zone. You're playing piano and you're just there's no there's no thinking it's just you're just doing it you're in the music the music is almost in you and you're in it and you're just together there's love and i don't know i'm sounding like a poet over here but love is like this interconnectedness that's beyond and so is art and so is music and so is spirituality like you try to explain god you can't it's just i feel god i feel i feel spiritual i'm we can go on forever, but we've got to wrap this up. It's been absolutely incredible, Damien. There are going to be some people that want to get in touch with you because they want to find out more about the three principles, and there are going to be people who want to get in touch with you because they want to punch you in the face and basically, you know, curse you out and tell you that you're completely wrong. How do they? How do they find you?
1: Uh, I'm happy for both. Uh, it's uh, my website is rethinkingbusiness.biz. B I Z. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if, if they're interested in the new book, The World Peace Equation, uh, I, I've currently got a page up which is uh, taking sign ups for people that want updates from the book, which is worldpeaceequation.org. So, Perfect. rethinkingbusiness.biz and worldpeaceequation.org.
0: And those two links, along with all the other resources that we mentioned in this show, will be in the show notes. And if you want to see, Show notes. If you want to go to the show notes, just go to danielgeffen.com forward slash 59. That's danielgeffen.com forward slash 59. Also, uh, if you're not part of my Facebook group, you're a loser and you need to be part of it. So sign up to it, and what you'll be able to do then is if you come into the the Facebook group, uh, I believe Damien. If he's not in the Facebook group, I'm going to get his ass in there. And um, you can pick his brain in the group as well. So, um, Damien, this has been truly inspirational. It's been absolutely incredible. Um, I would say transformational, but that might not be the right word. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for letting me pick your brain. Thank you to all my fellow brain pickers. Thank you. Um, I'm looking forward to the day when I'll be picking your brain.